luminous, radiating light, a luminary, a person who inspires or influences others. Welcome to Luminous Living, the show for spiritual entrepreneurs looking to make an impact on the world, where I teach you how to love yourself deeply and go after your big, heart-centered goals so that you can live a luminous life. I'm your host, Ursula McDade, professional astrologer, spiritual teacher, and business coach. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode three of Luminous Living. Today, we're going to be talking about Scorpio season. In this episode, I'm going to be giving you an overview of what's going on in the planets during this next month or so. Then I'm going to go into specific detail about what that means for you and your rising sign. And then I want to finish up with one of my very favorite shadow work exercises to continue with the Scorpio theme of deep transformation. Cool. All right, let's get started. So as you know, I am a professional astrologer. And so I want to give you briefly an overview of what Scorpio energy is like and what we can expect in general during this time of year. So as you may know, Scorpio is a water sign. That means that our emotions and our intuition, our inner world is in focus during this time. Scorpio's ruling planets are Mars and Pluto. Mars energy is all about passion, determination, um, being unashamedly yourself, being bold, going after what you want. And Pluto energy brings with it a sense of deep transformation. It's this cycle of death and rebirth. So releasing what's not serving us so that we can create something new. Overall, Scorpio season tends to be very intense, full of passion. We are feeling a little bit more bold. We are sharing our truths. We are embracing unconventional or different ways of looking at things. And we are burning down anything that isn't quite working. Both Pluto and Mars here are encouraging us to take big leaps. Sometimes these are leaps of faith right? Leaping before we even know if there is a safe landing underneath us, but taking that risk anyway, because we feel it. We feel it very deeply. Great. So let's get into specifics. So on the 23rd, the sun moved into Scorpio, thus beginning Scorpio season. And the sun here tends to be um, kind of ever present. Um, it's, it's a really big influence in our day-to-day lives. And so what that means is that our day-to-day lives, what we're doing, what we're going through is really colored by that Scorpio energy of intensity, passion, determination, um, not being willing to settle for anything that's not real, right? We are kind of losing our fascination with illusion we want the truth we want to get to the core of things so you may find that 
things that haven't quite been working in your life or things that you have been a little bit dissatisfied with are going to be magnified. It's almost as if they're being presented to you like, here you go. This is what needs to change. Are you willing to pick up that gauntlet and actually make those changes? Good. All right. Coming up, we have on the 30th, we have Mars moving into Scorpio. Is a really beautiful, powerful placement, a great time to work on anything that you are passionate about, any of your goals, um, hobbies, projects, creative endeavors. Mars and Scorpio together are encouraging us to pour our entire heart and souls into what we're doing. This is not a time to be shy. This is not a time to doubt yourself. This is a time to really Go after what you want and make those big, bold moves. Good. On the 5th of November, we have two planetary transits happening. We have Mercury moving into Scorpio and Venus moving into Capricorn. I'll start with Mercury. So Mercury is the planet of communication. It is also the planet of uh, technology and our uh, day-to-day interactions with people right coworkers um baristas people we see on our commute people we pass on the sidewalk um anyone that we're interacting with in our daily life right neighbors friends that sort of thing so as i've mentioned scorpio tends to bring an intensity and a depth right so we don't want to necessarily make small talk with mercury moving into scorpio we want to bear our souls. <laughs> we want to make deep, intimate, meaningful connections with people. And what's really interesting is that these might not necessarily be connections that we are going to carry with us moving forward. Um, I see them as more of connecting with other people in order to learn deep truths about ourselves, right? Using that analogy of relationships with other people as mirrors. And so you might have, you might meet new people and form very intense friendships, or maybe it's even a very intense romantic situation. Um, and, you know, just keep in mind that intensity is sometimes sustainable, but often kind of burns itself out right and so leaning into the intensity leaning into the depth of it without clinging without needing to make it last forever other things you can do uh, with mercury entering scorpio is to speak your mind stand up for yourself set boundaries say no tell people that you don't want to see that movie because you think it's boring um be be yourself be boldly and unapologetically yourself and speak your mind and this is great because it will weed out the people who do not want you to speak your mind and do not actually care about your opinions and what a great opportunity to release those relationships all right then we have venus moving into capricorn so this is a really interesting placement for venus because as you know she is the goddess of love and beauty traditionally associated with softer more feminine aspects right um however capricorn 
is a little bit more of a action-oriented, masculine-feeling sign. And so here we see the action side of Venus and of the Divine Feminine, which is a lot like, you know, what do I love and how can I prioritize that in my daily life? What goals do I have and how can I go after them while at the same time allowing myself space for rest and self-care and pleasure? So it's almost like this balance of taking action, going forward, right? Doing, doing all the things while also prioritizing yourself and your happiness. Venus in Capricorn is also concerned with practical matters safety, security, you know, how am I going to provide for myself or how am I, you know, how is my partner providing for me? Um, how am I creating an internal sense of stability as well as creating that or finding that in my external world? Good. Okay. So that's that's kind of the major planetary movement calendar right there. And let's talk about the moons before I move into specific signs. So on the 4th of November, we have the new moon in Scorpio. This is a great time for, for really reflecting on what is it in my life that is working that I want to prioritize, that I want to emphasize. And what am I ready to release? What am I ready to transform? And then on the 19th, we have a full moon and partial lunar eclipse in Taurus. This energy is all about prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your happiness, prioritizing your pleasure. Uh, if it is available to you, spending as much time as you can Focus on yourself, your self-care, whatever that means for you, and doing things that bring you joy, pleasure, ease, rest, um, as well as thinking about, okay, moving forward, how can I make this a regular practice if it's not already a regular practice for you? Good. All right, let's let's go into the specifics for rising signs. So our rising sign, um, the ruler of our first house, um, it is uh, also known as our ascendant sign. I'm gonna drop a link to my favorite website where you can find your rising sign if you don't know your rising sign already. With your rising sign, you will need to know your birth time. So if you don't know your birth time um, for this exercise, I'd recommend going with your sun sign. So I'm going to go through each of the 12 signs and highlight what Scorpio season is going to bring in focus or illuminate for you. So Aries rising, you are experiencing really deep transformation and growth. You're learning how to open your heart and trust others more and releasing a lot of deep seated resentments and past hurts. Taurus. Here, there's an emphasis on commitment, both to yourself and to others. You are working on clarifying your, priority, your priorities and taking an honest assessment of how you have been contributing to your close relationships, for better or for worse. 
Gemini, you are really focusing on prioritizing your own well-being. You are learning how to balance work and play and tuning into your body and honoring its needs. Cancer rising, you are adding something meaningful to the world through your own creative self-expression. You are also learning how to have fun and enjoy your life now, as opposed to putting off the pleasure for the future. Leo rising, you are finding inner and outer forms of security and home, creating a sense of comfort for yourself, not necessarily based on others or based on your environment. And you may even be breaking away from past or traditional forms of security that you've had. Virgo Risings, you're working on communication, learning how to communicate boldly, unapologetically, and straight from your heart. You are having the courage to save no, say no and set boundaries around your time. Libra Risings, you are learning lessons around fully supporting yourself financially, physically, emotionally, and you may be taking big leaps that feel like free falls. All part of the plan. <laughs> Scorpio Risings, you are experiencing a rearrangement of self. You are taking an honest look at yourself, your strengths, your toxic traits, and you are deliberately getting to choose who you want to be moving forward. Sagittarius rising. This is a time of increased connection to your own spirituality and subconscious. You are releasing, releasing what needs to let go, ending what needs to end. And this releasing might be physical, right? Getting rid of old clothes, furniture, uh, but also situations and people. Capricorn rising, you are deepening your connections to groups and communities that you're a part of. Some may be serving you, some may not, and you will discover new ones to take their place. My encouragement here is to branch into unexplored territories, whatever that means for you. All right, two more. Aquarius risings, you are experiencing big shifts and restructuring of your purpose, or maybe even your career. There here is a choice between staying where you are, which feels a little bit more safe, a little bit more stable, or I should say gives the illusion <laughs> of being more safe and stable, or jumping into a new adventure and experiencing growth and a little bit more uh, fun. All right, and then Pisces Risings, you are bridging the gap between where you've been and where you're headed. You're gaining new perspectives and ideas that shift your philosophy on life. There are many opportunities for expansion, learning, and growth. Cool. All right. Lastly, I want to go into one of my favorite exercises. This is it's, it's similar to exercises I've given you before, but it's a little bit more emphasis on shadow work. Um, you are going to need a journal or a couple pieces of paper, something to write with, a timer, you can always use your phone, and a willingness to feel your feelings. This is going to be best done with negative, annoying, or bothersome emotions as opposed to positive ones. Little disclaimer here, as with all feel your feelings exercises, this can be intense. Feel free to move, shake, 
tap your chest, stretch as you feel these intense sensations. And as always, if at any time you feel overwhelmed, please, please, please stop the exercise and take care of yourself. Don't keep pushing through. The goal here is to feel a little bit uncomfortable, but you know yourself, you know your body, so tune in, honor what you're feeling. Good, okay. Um, these instructions are also going to be written out in the notes for this episode. So you don't have to worry about remembering this all um, if you're more of kind of a written person. So step one, you're going to settle in and take a few centering breaths. <sighs> then you're going to tune into your body and pick a sensation or an emotion. And then begin writing about what you notice. Here are some questions that you can use to guide you. So what is the sensation? What does it physically feel like in your body? Is there an emotion that's coming to the surface? Where did this emotion come from? And have you felt this way before? Does it remind you of another time when you felt this emotion? Okay, so go ahead and write, write on that as long as feels good. And then step two, underneath what you've written, identify what fears are at the core of this emotion and try to identify at least three fears. For example, if I was feeling a really tight sensation in my chest and notice that the emotion that it brought up was a uh, kind of um, anxiety. And I noticed that this particular anxiety I had felt a lot in uh, social situations or around other people. So I'd say, okay, okay, what, what is the fear at the core of this? Let's see, um, what are some fears I have? All right, well, one is I have a fear of not being accepted by others. And I have a fear of messing up a good relationship, that I am the problem in a good relationship. Good. Okay. Step three, we're going to flip the fears. So what is the opposite of each of the fears you wrote down and write those down? For example, if you have a fear of not being accepted, the flip is going to be, I have a fear of being wholly accepted by others. Or if the fear is, I have a fear of messing up a good relationship, the flipped fear is going to be, I have a fear of staying in a healthy relationship. Okay, next step four, you're going to set a timer for one minute per fear. So if you have five fears, it'll be a five minute timer. And after you set that timer, you're going to breathe deeply. As you read over those flipped fears from step three, you're going to allow any sensations or emotions to arise. And if you can, you're going to really lean into those feelings, allowing them to expand in your body. That's where the intensity comes in. Great. And then step five is optional, and that is to take another few minutes to write down your reflections, or anything that came up for you during this exercise. I have found in my own work, it is just incredibly, incredibly powerful and transformational to 
have the courage to actually feel those feelings that we tend to push down or run away from. So that's the idea with this exercise here. Um, this exercise is adapted from an exercise in the book Existential Kink by Carolyn Elliott. I will link that in the show notes as well. Um, this is a great book on shadow work, one of my absolute favorites, a lot of practical, amazing exercises in there. So if you haven't read it and you're interested in doing more of this work, especially during Scorpio season, I highly, highly recommend. All right, my dears, that is all I have for you today. I wish you the best of luck with your transformations. Um, as you know, and as I know, this work of healing and going deep and being really honest with ourselves and others is it's not it's not easy. It doesn't always feel the best. It doesn't feel like happy rainbow sunshine puppies kittens. Um, but it is very important work, in my opinion. So if you need any help um, with how to move through what's coming up for you or even just identifying where in your life this is going to be affecting you personally the most, go ahead, please send me a message, send me an email, um, and we can work through it together. All right. Well, I will see you next week. That's all for now. And bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this episode of Luminous Living. If you enjoyed the show, I release new episodes every Friday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. For more tips on how to leap after your big goals to live a luminous life, follow me on Instagram at astrologywithursula or check out my website at astrologywithursula.com.